Hi, I'm David. And I'm Shay. And you listen to Board on the Air on CFCR, where we talk about board games and board game-related topics. On tonight's show, we are going to do a special top five. Uh, this is something I saw one of the YouTubers did recently, mm-hmm. and it is, if you lost your entire collection, what are the first five games you would buy again? Right. Uh, so I'm thinking like Ocean's Eleven, somebody breaks <laughs> into your house, all or all the valuable board games that you have in your house. Uh, when I started thinking about this, I'm like, you know, it's it's not going to be my top five games of all time. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, because while I love those games every time I play them, I don't play them as frequently as some other games. Mm-hmm. And... I like, I like my games to be able to play with people, uh, and some of those games, there's a very select crew who I play them with, uh, and in my gaming groups, I would want some of these five that I picked to be readily available. That makes sense. Yeah, I think when I went through mine, it was definitely like, what games I think would be the easiest to play with people, and ones that maybe I would play the most. So, you know, there's there's space there. I do think, before we get into our list, yep. um, there is a case to be made for, say, you know, you lost all of your board games, buying your some of your favorites, because then you don't have any other games to get in the way of playing them. Well, that's the other piece of it. There, there I went back and forth as to how I would do it, and this is saying that everything I have is readily available. Mm-hmm. Right? There, there are stuff on my shelf that I know I can't replace. Right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and so this is, if all things equal, and I had a limited budget, mm-hmm. what are the first five I would pick up? Yeah. Okay. I also asked this question of your mother and yeah. your brother. Because uh, I was curious how they would look at it. Your mom looked at it very similar to how I looked at it. Yep. And Jordan was a lot of his favorite games. Yeah, I think he basically, like he said, he only went through the games that he kind of owned. Yeah. And the ones he's put a lot of effort into upgrading. Yes. Like some that have some sentimental value to them. And, yeah. And I think... Which like, I feel like maybe he misunderstood. It's like, you can't replace it exactly the same as you had yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, what... I did not rank mine. Me neither. Uh, so these are just five games. Yeah. Uh, what is the first of your five games that you would get, Shay? Um, the first one, I think I got to go with one that I know I think is on most of our lists. Um, Castle of the Burgundy. Okay. Uh, because it's just like, we've talked about it a million times on the show. Um, it's such a good game. It's such an easy game to play with a bit of complexity. Um, and I think at this point, it's basically a classic, right? So it's... Oh, for sure. It's just, it's one that I think I would always want to play. I'm always willing to play the game. Yeah, and it, it's something that we've played a significant amount of times. And we know the game inside and out, I would say, for the most part. Oh, yeah, for sure. So we can knock off a game a lot quicker than what it says on the side of the box. Uh, this one is also on my list. Yep. Uh, and it's also on your mother's list. Yes. Uh, you know, it's almost like we play the same games. Yeah, um. <laughs> exactly. It, it, as she said, it's a classic. 
It's one of those games in our collection that if we don't know what we want to play, or if we're just in the right mood, that's the one that comes off the shelf yeah. near the top. I actually haven't played it for a while. I really want to play it again. Yeah, so that Castle of Burgundy, Steffenfeld, one of my favorite designers, one of my favorite of his his games. I can't wait for the fancy version to get here. Yeah, we're another year. I know we are, but like I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. And they keep adding stuff to the pledge manager <laughs> that I keep trying to avoid having to buy. Good call. Yeah. Uh, so that's the first one, Castle of Burgundy. Cool. Uh, you wanna go next? Sure. I mean that one that one was also one of yours, but you yeah. can go next. Here's one that was on your mother's list and very well might be on your list as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, we didn't say one of Jordan's. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Forget about him. His yeah. games didn't match up with ours. Yes. Jordan, his first one he listed was Scythe, mm-hmm. uh, which is a Stegmaier game. Uh, one of his first big box games. Jordan has absolutely everything for it. And that he plays it a lot. He yeah. likes to play it a lot. So that was why he had picked that one. Okay. Mine is Quacks. Uh, this is a game that we've played... A lot. Yep. With a lot of different people. Yep. And, and it's never failed me. Right? No. Uh, no matter who wants to play, I can bring that out. I can teach it quickly. Uh, the only little gotchas are what tile or what uh, each tile means each game. Uh, but that's something you can teach as you play. Yeah. Right? So you can get started on this very quickly. And a lot of people really like this. Right? And it, it's... It, it hits a lot of bases for a game that I would want to have in my collection if I only have five games. Yep. Okay. Uh, yes, this is on my list. Okay, I figured. Um, I think it was actually on my top five last of this like last year type thing. It, it's probably fairly um, high up for you. Yeah, I, I had this on my in in my top or my top ten, I should say, because um, for exactly the reasons you said, it's it's such a fantastic game. I always have fun playing it. Um, it's colorful, you know, it's, it's a blast. I don't even love like betting or push your luck games, but I have so, I such a blast with this one. I think mainly because it doesn't hurt you too much if you do push your luck. Well, yeah, um, you're not punished for going for it, right? Like there, there's a slight punishment, but you're not out of the game till later in. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like if you keep hitting your head against the wall, yes, you should be punished. Yeah. Right? But, uh, early on it's like, hey. Come on, go, go, Just keep go, going. go. Yeah. yeah. And none of us are what I would consider gamblers. No. But this one gets us it's that so similar feeling. Uh, Jordan and... threw out Clank in Space. Yeah, uh, our, our favorite deck builder, the deck builder that we play the most. And once more, he has everything for this game. Uh, it, it is so good. I, I like Clank in Space, and uh, yeah, really looking forward to it. Or yeah. that, that's, that's one that I would want to play as well. Absolutely. It, it's not on my list, but it's something that is a, it's good, a good selection. Call. Yeah. yeah. Okay, next one, Shay. Uh, next one. So we already did Quacks. Um, my next one is one of the Rollin' Rights. I actually took this kind of because I saw Mums, because uh, I know it's on there, and that's Hadrian's Wall. Because I tried to think of, like, of the rolling rates we have. Yeah. Because I know, I, I almost started going through this, like, trying to find one of each genre. I didn't really end up there. But I was like, I want a rolling rate. 
And I was trying to think of which role in right would I pick to have. And I do think Hadrian's Wall is one of those. Or would be the main one. Now, I almost went for uh, Roar and Wright, Dinosaur Island, because yeah. it's, it's very good. But I think I would still go for Hadrian's Wall. Um, you know, one of the bigger Roland Wrights that's come out. With it's two, one of the more complex. Yeah, ones. with two pages on it. And you're filling those in as you're building up, uh, basically building your wall and building your army up, um, as well as your city and stuff like that. I just think it's very fun to play both by yourself, because I have played it solo, and also with a group of people. Um, and it's complex enough that you're not really going to get bored, but also not too complex because it's a roll and write. Yeah, no, for sure. It's, it is a harder teach. That's uh, true. Yeah. I think it's on your mom's list because she plays this a lot solo. Plays a lot. Like in the summer, she will get, you know, 10 to 20 games in on a Saturday if she has nothing going on and she'll yeah. just sit outside and enjoy the sun. Uh, I really like this one. Uh, it's not one of the games I chose just because of the difficulty of the teach. Fair enough. Uh, great game. Uh, and one of my favorite rolling rights, but because of the teach, uh, I went a different direction. Fair. Okay, so since you did a rolling right, I actually had a rolling right on my list. I went with cartographers. Okay, yeah. Uh, because it is something that you can play with one to a hundred people. Yep. Uh, it's, you're only limited by how many pens you own. That's true. And how many people can fit around the cards. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, really, really fun, interesting game with different levels of uh, strategy to play. Uh, and it changes every game based on what cards come out. So you're not always going to do the same thing. And there's a whole bunch of different goals. So it, it just has variety it's an easy teach for the most part and it's a lot of fun and has for rolling rights it has actually some interaction where you know when those monsters come out you have to hand your card to the right or left yep and somebody can uh, mess with you absolutely yeah no it's it's definitely a good one um like i said there was a ro lot of rolling rights and i'm just kind of like which one would i pick i don't really know um but yeah that's also also an excellent one yeah so Jordan went with uh, Spirit Island. Okay. A uh, game that he really likes as a cooperative game. Uh, it's one of the few cooperative games that you can play and don't really get pigeonholed with uh, an alpha gamer. Really? I thought I found the opposite when we played. Well, so they... The second time I played it with him, what I realized is it's not that they were alpha gaming. Mm -hmm. It's There's a lot of overhead to the game, mm -hmm. knowing where stuff goes and that type of thing. So Jordan was able to manage all of that, and I just had to worry about what I was doing. I see, okay. Right? Fair enough. And, and I think if you played it again, you would notice that, because it, it's not like, oh, I need you to do this, or take this card out of your deck, because they don't know what's in your deck. You don't know what you've picked up, right? And that's that's the cool part of this game, is everybody is so asymmetric. And it's it's a definitely, uh, sorry, hard teach, hard game to play because mm -hmm. it is a difficult game. Yeah. But it is a lot of fun and it is very rewarding. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, what's your next one? My next one. So number four? Yeah, number four. 
This is going fast. We might have to pick some more games. <laughs> uh, number four is uh, one of the most popular games going right now. Uh, beautiful game. Uh, plays one to five players. There's a new expansion that bumps it up to seven. Uh, great engine builder. Great one to play with pretty much anybody. Wingspan. Ah, yes. Yeah. Uh, I like Wingspan a lot. Uh, I like the fact that it is approachable other than the start. Like when you hand somebody five food and five cards and say, hey, pick five of those. Yeah. Or get rid of five. <laughs> pick a couple of them. Uh, he has fixed that with his smart start stuff. Uh, we don't have it because we have an original copy and that came out after the fact and I wasn't going to pay for that. Mm -hmm. uh, beautiful game, beautiful components, well designed by Elizabeth Hargraves. Uh, it, it's another game that I've brought out and everybody sat there and picked it up, started playing, finished, and I think at least half of those people have bought it since yeah. <laughs> uh, or have looked at to buying it because it, it keeps going out of print. It keeps going out of print, keeps getting harder to get, right? It's uh, Stonemeyer keeps printing them, but you can only print games so fast and they sell as soon as they get them in. I've talked to Jeff about it and Amazing Stories is, you know, as soon as he gets it, he'll he'll have like 24 copies and they go in Within a month. That's month the thing. And a half. It's it's so funny because it's not like an artificial scarcity, right? Like no. it's it's literally not that like they've printed it once and they're like, well, yeah. now you gotta wait for you know five years before we do a reprint. And it's like no, no, no. They are reprinting it. It's just like you said. It's only so fast, and people want the game. Yeah, like it's <laughs> there are games that they'll. I remember Stone Age. They would print it every second year, and the expansion on the other year. Oh, okay. Right? And so it was very hard to get for a long time. Uh, then they did an anniversary edition, and so it, it seemed to be a little bit easier to get, but I think it's out of print again. <laughs> but this one is continuously continuously being printed and sold, right? Yeah. I think they're at, what did I say, 3 million copies? Something or over like that. 3 they're million at a copies. lot of copies. Like, it's a ridiculous amount for a modern board game. Uh and, and it's one that I would have to have on my shelf. Uh, it's just so good, yeah. so pretty. Yeah. You? Cool. Uh, I did not have this one on my list. Okay. Um, I went... I'm, I'm pretty sure the next two are both not going to be on your list. Yes. Um, I went... I was trying to think... It was funny. This was the fifth game I picked. I was trying to think. I'm like, what would be the next game that I would have to have? You know, like, what, yeah. what game would be there? Um, and then I realized there was a game that we've also played a ton even though it's a relatively recent one to us and again it's one that plays a lot of people and pretty much whoever we've played with has really enjoyed it and is such a blast and that's awkward guests yep i i, I really think that it's such a solid game to have and such a different style of game too and relatively easy to teach like admittedly as with any game and especially deduction games the teach is a little bit harder in the sense of just trying to figure out what you're looking for Yes. Um, although I would argue cartographers, some of those questions, like, cl uh, not clues, but the, the scoring cards, yeah. very hard to understand. Um, but it, once you've kind of got through that, it's pretty easy to teach, pretty easy to play. Um, and such a fun game to kind of go through. Yeah, the thing I like about 
awkward guess is every time we've brought it out and taught it to new people, the the first game is a little rough. Yeah. But they're always at the end. They're like, "Okay, I got it. Let's play yeah, again." Yeah. Right now, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second game's way better. Well, and it's you know thirty minutes to play a game yeah. for the most part, uh, depending on how many players we played at the full numbers, and it took a little bit longer. But we still got two yeah. games in, right? Because everybody at the table after the first one, it just the light switch goes off, and you're like, "Okay, I want another crack at this one." Right? Yeah. Uh, I love the deduction of it. I love that clue feeling. Yeah. Uh, we got the ex- or the second version. Uh, Scandalo. It, Scandalo. It just doesn't have the hook that. Uh, it's yeah. Awkward th- guess says. I think the you know tangent here um, on Scandalo. Yeah. We talked about it before when we met, talked about when we played the game. Um, it doesn't follow the theme as well as yes. Awkward Guest does. Yeah. Like, Awkward Guest, you really get the feel of, oh, I'm deducing a crime, yeah. right? Whereas Scandalo, you more get the idea that you're collecting resources to form a puzzle type it, it, thing. It really is mechanical versus uh, thematic. Yeah, and yeah. I think with this style of game, Awkward Guest, it just plays better. It, it does, not you know, of the deduction stuff, we're not one to play a... Vam- or werewolf or uh, I mean I'm down but you know you're not yeah <laughs> I, I I still want to play blood on the clock tower yeah that one I might sit through yeah but it's very pricey it is and yeah so that one I it'll be a long time before I play that because I don't know anybody that has it and you have to have like 18 people to play it not that many right it's, it's you need a, a lot because it is with any social game you know yeah uh, but in that deduction category, there's a couple that we play a lot, and it's that and Cryptid. And yeah, I love Cryptid. Cryptid is a little bit harder to teach uh, between the two, and I don't think it has the same hook with the theme no. and the gameplay and that type of thing, where I, I think that uh, Awkward Guest does have it, right? Yeah. Good choice. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, my next one... Wait, what was Mums and Jordans? Oh. <laughs> them. Yeah, them. We were talking about their games, too. Okay, so Mum had Zolkin. Uh, nice midweight, midweight to heavy Euro. Uh, tactile with the discs, or with the gears moving around. Uh, she usually destroys me or destroys us at this game. You haven't played it yet. I still haven't played it. We, we've tried to get you to play it. And no, you just won't. You you have definitely you've always if you have it's always been during times when I can't play a game. Uh, it's a game that we for a heavy euro. It's one of the ones that we've probably played near the most, uh, medium to heavy, I would say. Uh, and she really likes it, and mm-hmm. I really like it, and Jordan really likes it, uh, and it just it. Go- the people we play with like the game. Most of the people we in our game group have played it, uh, and so that's it's a good choice. Yeah. Uh, Jordan's was Teotihuacan, so same Another designer. Another T series. <laughs> same designer, but the, his favorite of that series, right? Uh, same thing. He's got everything. He's upgraded it. Uh, it's a solid. This one is definitely on the heavy side. Uh, it's heavier than Zolkin. Uh, there's a whole movement mechanic you have to get down, and 
if you're behind on that movement mechanic, you're not going to do well in this game. Uh, a lot of fun, though. Yeah. Uh, they're bringing out a big box version for this next yes, year. Yes, they are. Uh, bringing it to Kickstarter, and Jordan's like, I just want the big box so I can fit everything. I've already upgraded the stuff. <laughs> so it's it's I've seen a few pictures. They've released a few things of what they're going to do. I don't know how well this was going to do. Uh, I think it has a following, but I don't think it's a large following. In my opinion. Fair. Fair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, are you doing number one? Are you number five? I can do my number five. Yeah. Um, so I wanted a legacy game. Okay. Or legacy campaign. I wanted one of those games on here. And I had honorable mentions. Yeah. Honorable mentions, obviously. Pandemic Legacy. Fantastic game. Spectacular. Stuff like My City. Um, I didn't go with Pandemic because I felt like it can be too alpha gamer. Yep. For Pandemic itself, although I love Pandemic Legacy, but, you know, I felt like there was a little bit of that behind it. Um, so the one I ended up going with is Gloomhaven, Jaws the Lion. Good pick. Yeah. I want, and this was also the heaviest game on my list, I would say, out of any of them. Um, but, like, I think if I wanted a game like that, if I wanted a game I could play with a group of people and get together and play this game over and over and over again while still, you know, moving along in a story, this would be probably the first game I'd go to. Yeah. Uh, because, and not Gloomhaven, Jaws the Lion for sure, because as we've talked about, Jaws the Lion has the teaching element to it, where it, you know, takes you through the game. Well, and it's way, way easier to set up. Oh, way easier right? to set you, up than you, Gloomhaven. You're not looking for map tiles, you're not looking for different pieces to put out yeah. on the board. It, it, it's quick, it's fast, uh... You know, it's it's not as overwhelming as Gloomhaven. Exactly, but still right? with all of the excellent production value to it. And I like how it has, like, the books that you set up. Like, it's just, it's a very well set up game to learn how to play a game like that. And it's a lot of fun as well, especially for anybody who might like D&D and stuff like, th stuff like that. Yep. So, of the campaign style, of that legacy style, this is the one that I think I would go to first. Yeah, legacy ones are tough. Like, I... <laughs> I didn't look at any of those just for the simple fact that, you know, once you play it, you're not going to go back to it. That's fair. Uh, or for the most part. Uh, there are games that you can. Yep. Uh, I, I would say the only one that we've played multiple times would be something like Space Base. Mm -hmm. uh, but the campaign is pretty weak. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, we, we haven't. We did a good job of finishing some campaign games during the initial COVID. When we were all shut down, yeah. When we were shut down. But once we could go back out, campaign games were, once again, a struggle to get to the table. Yep. Uh, just because they're a little bit overwhelming. Uh, so that's why I didn't look at any campaign that's games fair. for my list. I, in general, I like them. And I would like to play them more. It's rough during school. Yep. Like, try, you know, when you have stuff you have to do to try and say, okay, I'm definitely going to play this game now. Um, I'm hoping once I'm done school, maybe we can get back to playing them. Yeah. Um, but Gloomhaven also plays at one player. It is. Yeah. And that's, you know, me and Jordan have sort of talked a little bit of playing some of our campaign things yeah. at, at two player because our schedules seem to match up a little better. Yeah. Uh, but it's still... I have a hard time with that, like, because I want to play with other people. I want to play with our yeah. group, right, our and family. Yeah, like, the thing is, I want to play them. I yep. promise you I want to play them. 
Because they're all very much a type of game I would like to play. Yep. Um, as for replayability, I'm interested because I when I see a campaign game, a legacy game, more so campaign than legacy, I would say, I go, I'm probably not going to play that again. However, I replay video games yep. all the time. You know, after a little bit, I'll go back to it. So it's like, maybe if I just like played through a campaign game, I might go back to it. Yeah, and I, I think campaign games, you can. Legacy uh, is harder because you have to get the whole revamp kit. And well, yeah, egg. you're destroying stuff. So yeah. it, it makes it difficult. Although it would be fun if you could just like go back and, you know, like replaying a video game, be like, well, what if I made this choice first? Yeah, um, you know? oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there, there is that, right? Uh, so my last game on my list was Great Western Trail. Oh, interesting. It That's the one you choose, eh? Well, I play it a lot. Right? Like, me, Melman, Jordan play it. Me, Jordan, Norm, and Jeff play it. Uh-huh. Uh, when Adam comes over, we play it as well. Uh, so it, it finds its way to the table a lot for the Euros that we own. Fair uh, enough. There, there's ones I like better, but it, you know, it is a little bit of a longer game. So it's, there's a little bit meat, more meat to it. But the mechanics are pretty simple. Uh, it's just time is all you're investing in it. Uh, and it's one that all of us are decent at. Uh, nobody wins every time. Yeah. And so we always come down to the end and we're like, okay, who's going to win it this time? And we don't know, right? Like we played the new one, Great Western Trail Argentina on Sunday with four players for the first time. Uh, we played it at two previously, and it was 19 points, first to last. And when we went into the final scoring, none of us had any idea of who was going to win it. Granted, <laughs> it was the first time playing it. Yeah. But Great Western Trail gives me that feeling, too, similar to Concordia. That was another one that was sort of on my... Uh, right. Could be on my list for that similar, similar feel, similar thing where I've played it with a bunch of people. Uh, we still bring it out regularly, uh, and... It gives you that surprise ending. Yeah. Ah. Uh, what did Jordan and Mum have to say? Your last, or Mum's last one was Feast for Odin. Right. Or With, what'd she call it? Odin's Feast? O Oren's Feast. <laughs> Oren's Feast. Yeah. Uh, Feast for Odin. Uh, Yui Rosenberg, her first Yui Rosenberg. Uh, she plays this solo and multiplayer. Uh, it's a great, great game. Uh, it's a beast to set up, a beast to take back down. Uh, and that's the only reason it doesn't get played as much. Yeah. It, it, it falls into that category of games that are hard to get played. Uh, but she will take it out on the deck and play it, right? She does, in our family, she is the solo gamer. Yeah. Uh, by far. Uh, Jordan went with War Chest. Oh, right. Yes. Jordan likes two-player games. He likes chess-like games. Uh, he plays a lot of them. If people will play with him, yeah, uh, I am, <laughs> which not, is a struggle. <laughs> I am not the biggest two-player no. game. I I don't like head-to-head -head conflict, uh, and most of them go that route. There there's games that don't do that, like uh, you know, Emotep Duel, uh, Targi, mm -hmm. uh, Seven Wonders Duel, where there's a less of that bad bashing heads and you know i like war chest but it is very chess like and you are 
head to head trying to take each other out. Yeah. Uh, not my most favorite game. I do like War Chest. Like we we've had a lot of fun playing it because uh, there's so many different units and the game does change every time. Uh, but that was his pick. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hopefully you like that. It, it's something different. Yeah, it was just, it's fun to do a top five where it's not, like, the best games. It's like, yeah. you know, if it comes down to it, which ones would you actually want to have in your collection? Yeah, and there were, it was tough. It was tough, actually, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm David. And I'm Shay. And we will talk to you next week. Have a good night.